for another comic book. Welcome to the St. Canard Files of Darkwing Duck Podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and today I'm with a different uh, co-host. Who am I with today? Mr. Stan Lund. Hey, what's going on, Stan? Uh, not too much. How you doing today, Will? Man, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I kind of noticed me and uh, Mike like to fall back on you with the comics. Uh, really, you and Michelle would probably be our top choices, but... Michelle never wants to join us on the podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang it, Michelle. Come on, join the crew. There's yeah. so much to do. <laughs> so, Mike, I, I mean, I'm Mike. I'm used to Mike <laughs> being my uh, co host. <laughs> but, uh, Stan, man, how are you doing on your comic collection with Darkwing, man? Are, are you all complete? Are you still missing some stuff? Uh, I'm missing a couple things. Like, I don't have every issue of Colossal Comics yet. I don't have every issue of uh disney adventures that had darkwing mm-hmm. you know but and i don't have the two issues of the disney afternoon giant but okay. i have basically everything else i've got the entire boom series i've got the entire joe book series i've got all the the four issues of the the disney comics i got the the two uh the two special issues they did just us justice ducks and dark mm-hmm. duck returns i've got all 10 issues of the of disney afternoon okay um i i am missing a few of the colossals i think i'm missing like four or five of them uh i'm not sure so i'm halfway there on the colossal uh with the boom i don't want the individuals um i do have the dangerous currency with individuals but with the boom i'm fine with definitively dangerous um are you a definitively dangerous guy or a Joe Book series guy? Honestly, I think I prefer definitively dangerous over Joe Books. Of course, I'm also the same guy that likes dangerous currency in the Boom Ducktales <laughs> run. So I might not be the most reliable person. Okay. This is okay. I hope people don't take this as a fact. This is just from my observation from when I talk to like Darkwing fans. I feel like the casual fans prefer Definitively Dangerous. Now, I know you're not a casual fan. I'm not calling you that. Uh, but I noticed like the, the hardcore diehard fans kind of tend to go toward the more the Joe Book series. So I don't know, but, but I don't even know any casual fan who's like Dangerous Currency. So Stan, you're on your own on that one. And I think you're the only person I know who likes the DuckTales Boom series also. I have not heard many good things about that one. I mean, I know it's got some problems, but I enjoy it for what it is. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Stan, when did you start collecting the, the Disney Afternoon series? Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, it's from Marvel, correct? The Disney yep. Afternoon. And Darkwing is somewhere on the cover on all 10 issues, correct? Yes, he is. All right. And I think that's why I wanted to collect it. Just because Darkwing, does he have a comic in every issue? I've never read them all. Uh, yes, he does. But in at least one issue, his comic is a single page. Is it, okay, but he's still in there though, right? Yeah. All right. Now, um, for those who are watching us on YouTube or listening to us on YouTube, you, you get to see the visual of each cover. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and so forth, um, you can Google this this stuff as we, you know, uh, we talk about it or maybe after the episode or if you want to pause this for a little bit. Um, so we got on the f- issue number one, we got Darkwing, uh, with Goof Troop, Tailspin, and ugh, I don't even want to say the other guy's name. 
bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a pretty cool cover, right? Yeah, it, even if I, the story inside has a few uh, questionable art choices. Okay, and this is uh, basically uh, it, it, this is a good representation for Disney Afternoon, even though Darkwing's the biggest one on the cover, right? Yeah, we got three other ones on there. All right, and then we got uh, issue number two. I don't know if this represents Disney Afternoon really that great, but definitely represents Darkwing. Oh, yeah. So if you're a Darkwing fan, this is a really good cover. You agree? Yes. Okay. I actually like this next cover, uh, Stan. This is number three. We got the Goof Troop uh, Christmas one, right? Yep, with a little Darkwing in the bubble. Yeah, a little Darkwing in the bubble. <laughs> uh, this one... I don't think it's expensive, but I think it's a, like in the teens normally where I see it priced. 15, 18, you know, $13 around that price. Yeah. Okay. All right. Issue number four. And that is my favorite cover of the bunch. This is your favorite cover? Yes. Okay. I haven't Hands gotten to mine down. yet. <laughs> this is a cool cover. What is it? A New Year's one? Yeah. Yeah. It's a New Year's theme one with Darkwing and Gauze. So this does not. This one doesn't represent Disney Afternoon that great to me, in my opinion. But it represents uh, Darkwing really good. Yep. All right, and then we got uh, number five. This one I think represents Darkwing pretty good, and not Disney Afternoon. All right. Um, number six. Another uh, Darkwing centric cover. Uh, I think I'm sure this... you're all noticing a theme by now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now this next issue, Stan, we got to talk about just a little bit. All right, we got number seven. All right, now why do we have to talk about this one a little bit, uh, Stan? Because that is the second most valuable issue of the Disney afternoon. Yeah, and who do we have on the cover on this one? We actually have Baloo and the Sea Duck with another little dark queen of bubble. In fact, yeah. I, I don't, don't quote me on it, but I think Darkwing's story in that comic is one page one page okay now stan let's let, let's chit chat before we get to number eight let me keep holding this up for a little bit um number seven is the most expensive one correct second it's most expensive second of the ten. Second, yeah. Uh, yeah second most expensive um it's not rare though correct i see it's it not quite a lot rare yeah it's not rare i, I would say I don't, I don't even want to put it in the uncommon area i don't think it's uncommon either i see it quite a bit why, in your opinion, do you think it's the second most expensive? I have my reasons why I think it is. I have two ideas on that. One is the fact that it's a Tailspin-centric story, and mm -hmm. there are a lot of Tailspin fans. But another reason, I think, and this actually also probably harkens back to the Goofy issue you showed earlier, I mm -hmm. think the covers that focused more on people other than Darkwing tended to be a little more sought after because I think Darkwing was kind of a cover hog for this series <laughs> issue that that had someone else was like oh that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah I, I'm kind of more with the the Tailspin fans wanted it because you know if he wasn't a Darkwing fans you know there were just so many Darkwing stuff out there but if you were a Tailspin fan with Baloo and the Sea Duck on the cover you had to get this yeah. So I, I think it was highly sought after for, for the Tailspin fans, you know? So that's why I think it is the second most value. On average, Stan, I see it around $45. Yeah. 
I know you're more on eBay and Macari more than I am. What is the average price you see it for? I want to say that I've I've usually seen it in the twenty to thirty five range myself. Twenty to thirty five. Okay, I, I guess because I don't look on eBay as much as you do, I normally see it around the forty five price range. But I, I definitely think twenties are still, thirties are still for it. You know, anything below twenty, you better jump on it ASAP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I I think it is the second most expensive. All right, let's move on to number eight. All right, go ahead, Stan. Well, who's on this cover? Bushroot, Darkwing, and Goslin. So it's another Darkwing hog, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, this one, the next one, number nine, I don't think it's rare, but this is the first one I would say is uncommon. I don't see it often, but I do see it, you know? Yeah. And who we got on the cover on this one? We got Darkwing watching the Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Why do you think this one is more uncommon? Do you think because it was later in the series? I'm pretty sure that is the big reason, yes. That's the big reason? Okay. All right. Now we got to get on to the big boy. (laughs) The one we are actually reviewing today for the podcast. Let's get on to issue number 10. All right. We both got it up. Oh, 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 hold on. You're trying to brag now. Hold on now. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Will, you have two of them, but I paid the least for mine. Okay, so we got number 10. We got to talk about number 10 really quick. And the reason why we are going to review one of the comics in number 10. All right, number 10 is the rarest one. I rarely see this one go up. Very rare. Um, I would say I see it priced all over the place. But on average, I see above $100. Yes. I would say on average, I see it anywhere from 100 to, uh, to 100 to 150 That is about the range. You, know, yeah, that, that, you can sometimes find it a little lower. Sometimes you know. I see it for 50 bucks. Sometimes I've seen it for $75, $80 in that, that ballpark. That's very rare now. So if you see it anytime below 100 and you don't have this issue and you want it, you better jump on it. Uh, yeah. if, if you're like me, who's a cheapskate, <laughs> you might want to be more patient. I think really, if you see it at $50, you need to go ahead and jump on it. I got it cheaper than 50. Me and Stan are about to talk about how much we pay for this one now. All right. Um, I think I should go first, Stan, because... Yep. You got a better deal. I'm going to talk about the first one I got. Okay. All right. The first time I bought, I got number 10. I was already collecting these stand. I, I had like four of them. You know, I, I didn't have them in a specific order. They were kind of just price range. I got them for three bucks here, six bucks there, four bucks there, you know? So I had like four of them. Um, but then I saw it on eBay. A seller was selling all 10 for $120. So that averages out to $12 a piece. So I jumped on that. I was like, man, that's the whole set. And like, I will pay that price for number 10 alone. So I grabbed all 10 and then I used the other four as giveaways that, you know, we've had on the uh, Facebook page and stuff. So I got my first number 10 for 12. Now my second one, I don't think they knew what they had. And I got it for, I think, $16 which is still a steal. Yeah. Would you you agree with that? It was still a steal? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Now, Stan, you go ahead and you take the floor on what you got yours for. 
Now, if if yours at 16 was a steal, mm-hmm. mine was probably the equivalent of robbing the guy blind and stealing his socks to boot. <laughs> so I went into a local comic book shop and was, you know, pillaging through their uh, $2 boxes. And I came across that issue for $2. Wow. $2. He really didn't know what he had there. Well, to be honest, I didn't either. At the oh. time, I only mm-hmm. owned issue number one. I didn't have issues two through 10 at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only after I got number 10, you know, I managed to track down. I, I want to say I found like a big lot of them on eBay, including number seven, which is how I got that. But yeah, two bucks. Okay. That is probably aside from when that comic was first for sale at the cover mm-hmm. price of a dollar fifty. That is probably the cheapest anyone has paid for it. Okay. All right. So Stan, now that we talked about all one through ten, what comic are we reviewing today? The big snooze. The big snooze. And we got a new character in this one that I don't think is in anything other any other comic, any cartoon episodes of Darkwing. No, she is not. Okay, and what issue is uh, the big snooze in from this Disney afternoon set? What issue? Yeah, what issue is it in? Issue 10, the issue most 10. valuable issue. All right, so that's why I chose this one. Uh, it's a rare, um, I think, comic. I don't think people know about this one. Uh, I Googled it. It popped up a few times, but not much. And I saw there was uh, one person who did scan each page, so you can find it online. Um, but their scans were not that great. They were very tiny. So, you know, you're going to have to zoom in a little bit <laughs> uh, if you don't want to uh, buy this. If, if you're a casual fan, not a, not a diehard fan, I don't recommend you buying this comic. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I was not a fan of it. Uh, I'm just a diehard guy. So I wanted the whole set. So, but if you're just a casual fan and, you know, you want to read it because you like Darkwing, Read the scan online. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm not going to get my score or anything right now on that. Okay. Um, so Stan, uh, let me go ahead and get my comic out so we can kind of review this. So I can be a little more organized. Uh, I don't know how if, if all of ours are going to be the same, but the first thing I saw was like, Power Rangers. No. Does yours <laughs> have the Power Rangers there too? I'm sure it does. Okay. All right. Now, Stan, last thing before we get into this. When you were reading this, were you kind of like careful as you were turning the pages and stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. So for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, I was reading it like this, like really tight. I didn't want to crease it or anything. <laughs> Even though I got two copies of this, I, I was like, man, I don't want to damage this thing. Okay. All right. So uh, Stan, who was this written by? So this uh, shoe or this story, I should say, was written by Paul S. Newman, not to be confused with the actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But unfortunately, Paul Newman, when I researched him, uh, Stan, he passed away on May 30th of 99. He was born in uh, 1924. So he, he was around for quite a bit. Um, for those of you who are interested in the comics and stuff like that, he's also in the Guinness Book of Records. Uh, he's credited as the most prolific comic book writer for 4,100 and pu- uh, published stories. And it says that's uh, approximately around 36,000 pages. 
Um, he's credited as uh, the comic book uh, for uh, the series of The Invaders, which uh, had Aquaman in it, uh, Gunsmoke, uh, DC Comics, uh, GI Combat. I'm not too sure what that is. Uh, it it says a he, war comic. Okay. Uh, it says he did a decade-long run of The Lone Ranger. I'm very familiar with The Lone Ranger. Um, he did this Darkwing. Oh, he's also known for writing the comic book adaption of the Beatles animated feature, uh, Yellow Submarine. Uh, just trying to scroll through this before we get into it, make sure I don't miss something very big. I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss something big. People are like, man, he did this, he did that. Well, how come you didn't mention that, guys? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to really scroll really quick. Uh, he also did uh, Smokey Bear. Um, he did Tom Corbett Space Cadet. Uh, laughing comics i'm not a comic book guy so i know people are going to be so mad at me <laughs> all right so that, that's enough though but guys basically and he also wrote the comic book series for turok for 26 years i know the video game turok i don't know if that's related let me click on this real quick stan I yep dinosaur hunter turok dinosaur hunter yep so video game come up that came up the comic book okay i did not know that all right so stan let's get into the big snooze all right all right let's get on to this first page we see a lady she's kind of creeping in the middle of the night and i see the tap tap sound why is it tapping because the high heels yeah <laughs> but she's not really creeping in the middle of the street or she kind of is right it appears to be in the middle of the street yeah and then we get darkwing and uh what's he watching well he is watching basic ingredients starring which, who which stars shari rock Hmm, I wonder where that where they got that from. <laughs> well, they got that from a uh, old 90s movie called Basic Instinct, which mm -hmm. starred Sharon Stone. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie quite a while, but uh I know there's a, a documentary called uh Don't F with Cats. I can't say what the F word is. Uh yeah. basically the guy mimicked a lot of the movies and his killings and stuff and that's a whole nother story all right but uh we got darkwing he's professing his love for sheree right yeah yeah and then uh somebody's knocking on the door who's not who's at the door shari rock yep she's there all right um what do you think about her drawing i think they over sexualized her a bit like she looks like she's intended to be like jessica rabbit almost yeah. though jessica rabbit had a lot more class to her yeah you know she she does have that the the body of that that kind of appeal but her face i kind of think morgana got her beat yeah i think morgana's got her beat man but anyway she she grabs dark queen and she gives him like a huge hug and he's just shocked like wow she's here you know yeah. he, he's really shocked and um we got some bad guys creeping around though yep who, who we got creeping around stan Bushroot, Steelbeak, and Tuscarini. Yeah. I, I kind of like having them in this a little bit. You know, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's kind of cool to see them, but uh, I, I see you're sighing already. So hold off on that, Stan. Hold off, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, by Stan's sigh and my comment at the beginning, y'all know where this is, how this is going to end, pretty much. I'm pretty sure. All right, so but then we get a, a favorite character of our well, not our favorite, but you know what I mean, a lovable character. She pops up. Who's this? Goslin. 
yeah and she she hears some noise and she wants to go see what's going on like what what's going on with drake what's going on down the stairs and stuff so she spots somebody you know and who is it it's sherry rock yeah so you know. apparently gauz is has to wait in the autograph line yeah <laughs> that was kind of weird you know but sherry did offer her the autograph you know but darkwing's like get in line i'm first <laughs> and then um we got those bad guys they're kind of creeping around the window right they are though why did sherry pick drake's house of all places i don't know they never really explained that did they they did they did it was because he was the only one with a light on oh yeah that's right that's correct yeah because he's the only one with the lights on that late at night or something but then uh we get the bad guys and they kind of start revealing their plan yep yeah what's, what's their plan stan tusker nini wants to make a movie with her starring opposite him yep and he's gonna he's never you know what's kind of weird with that though is like tusker nini tusker nini was never really the actor in all his film episodes right he was, he was the more director. the director yeah so that was kind of weird um but you know Darkwing, uh well she mentions that she was being followed correct yeah and dark well as drake he's ready to handle business like i i'm take care of this i'm gonna protect you you know and uh goslin what, what does she suggest for him to do go out see, the back right see she suggests for drake to go get his friend to help Oh, yeah. And who's the friend? Obviously, Darkwing. Oh, yeah. You know, Darkwing's all in love and everything. So he kind of goes out the back, right? He does, which brings, which is kind of odd because you'd think he would have, you know, used the chairs, even though they don't show the chairs in the living room. Mm -hmm. But here's a big question. Considering that Shari said she'd love them both, I have a big question. Okay. Where is Morgana and why is Darkwing fawning over this person so much? I know, right? I, I don't think she's I don't think she got Morgana. Uh for those of you who um have never read this, uh Google Sheree uh, Rock, she'll come up on there on uh, uh when you Google her name and stuff, she'll come up and you'll see what we're talking about. I, I definitely think Morgana's got her beat. Not the body wise, but like the face and yeah, yeah she definitely got her and the personality. Yeah, but then, you know, Sheree breaks a nail and, you know, Darkwing's like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> you know, he's freaking out. She just broke a nail, though. Darkwing, calm down. <laughs> and what's he what's he do to her hand, Stan? Doesn't he kiss it? Yeah, he pretty much kisses it. <laughs> oh, man, I think that's really funny. Uh, but, you know, Gosselin's like, go get your friend. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. You know, time to get the friend. But why did she go to the bathroom? I didn't really get that too much. I, I'm guessing she was looking for an emery board because that's what Gosselin ends up bringing her for her nail. Okay. Oh, that's like a nail filer or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know what that was, man. <laughs> yeah, an emery board is like this little uh, almost... Uh, it's it's almost like a sandpaper board to help file nails down okay yeah but then sheree mentioned something about uh the country's national interest what she's talking about stan apparently the president needs her to to come to the white house because he needs to be on good terms with the prime minister of oil landia and, <laughs> and the prime minister of oil landia is apparently a big fan of hers mm-hmm yeah, but then we get Goss, and uh, she takes out the window from the bathroom, right? Uh, sneaks out it, I think, right? Yeah, she sneaks out the bathroom window, and who does she spot? 
Tuscanini and Bushroot, and she calls them Peeping Toms. They kind of do look like Peeping Toms, though, man. So I'll yeah. give her that. <laughs> yeah, so, but they try to lose her, though. But, you know, so they start running through the alley, and uh, okay, okay, I had to flip the pages real quick, Stan. <laughs> okay, so what happens now? They're running from her, and what happens? Well, she uses a trash can to bowl them over. Mm -hmm. And then Tuscanini comes up with a plan to to kind of like uh, booby trap her a little bit. Yep. He trips her with a rope. Yeah, he trips her with a, with a rope. And then we get finally Steelbeak. Yep. Steelbeak kind of got done wrong on this uh, uh, this comic. I think a lot of characters got done wrong. <laughs> <in this comic. laughs> yeah, so, you know, we get Steelbeak. And uh, what did he have something in his beat to open the door to pick the lock? Is that what oh, happened no. here? His beaks made a metal. He just bit through the lock. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. I, I thought like there was something like in his beak, you know, like he was trying to pick the lock or something and then he kicks the door in, right? Yeah, he bites through the lock and kicks the door in. Yeah, and then he who does he snatch up? He snatches up Shari. Yeah, he picks her up and then they uh they take off in a limo. I thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, why would a limo be for all three of them like is they trying to impress her or something you know for the well, film she she was kind of impressed wasn't she oh yeah she definitely was impressed <laughs> yeah and then uh darkwing finally shows up and what does he say he says that famous line of his i don't remember him saying a famous line oh he says let's get dangerous he says I'm oh that. yeah and then uh he sees them take off and then uh how does he try to track them well, he's going to follow the tires. 225 yeah. slash 70 slash R15 all season steel belted radials. <laughs> Though yeah. I will say in the next part, they make a mistake and leave out the five from the 225. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't even yeah. catch that. All right. So then we get all the bad guys and they got Cherie and they take her to uh, the St. Canard Colossal Movie Studio, right? Yep. Which I'd like to think was maybe a callback to Colossal Comics, but I think it so probably too. wasn't. Oh, you don't think it was? I don't think it was, but I'd like to think it was. Okay. Yeah, and they take her to this uh, studio, and they kind of reveal the plan of, uh, you know, the film they want to do with Cherie. And what's the name of the film? The Big Snooze. The Roll Big credits. Snooze. Yep. And then uh, I believe this is where Tuscanini... No, no, not yet. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does reveal that he's going to be the co-star. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. And so let's. Uh, that and that, ends part one. That is part one. But the studio, before we move on, the studio was like abandoned. It was kind of beat up a little bit looking, right? Yeah. They said they hadn't made movies since the advent of sound and movies. Mm -hmm. All right. So where is I'm trying to find part two? Oh, you're going to skip past the bonkers comic? Oh, you know I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on page 21, that's where, uh, on, at least on mine, it should be page 21 for you, too. It most likely is. I'm not even following the comic, Well, I, I wrote notes down. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we're on now on uh, part two, and then uh, Darkwing, he's, he's still tracking the tires and everything. He's doing a pretty good job until, boink! He walks face first into a car bumper. Yeah, poor Darkwing. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Darkwing sees the the Colossal Studios, and um, they're they're working on the script. They're working on filming, and uh, Tuscanini explains who the cameraman is going to be. Who's the cameraman? The cameraman will be Steelbeak. Yep. And what is Bushroot's role? 
he's going to provide the uh, outdoor scenery from shrubs mm. to trees. Yeah. And then, you know, T- Tuscanini reveals to Cherie that uh, they, they're going to have their first romantic meeting set here. And those guys look really familiar for his romantic meeting with the Spears. Yeah. I can't remember where I've seen them from. I don't remember if it was a Darkwing episode or a DuckTales episode, but they definitely look very familiar. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, no, not to you? Uh, a little bit. Okay. So, though you did gloss over one thing, though. Okay, go for it that Shari apparently thinks she's perfect for the role because she played the lead in Rip Van Winkle in sixth grade. <laughs> oh, Rip Van Winkle. Ain't Rip Van Winkle about a guy who fell asleep or something? I think so. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, you know, he shows her some artifacts they got in the studio. And uh, one of them uh, says it was secondhand from the producer of First Graders of the Lost Art. Hmm. Yeah. What is that a reference to, Stan? Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first of the <laughs> Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, and then we see Darkwing, man. He gets a little jealous. Yeah. Yeah, he gets a little jealous because uh, he's wondering, like, how could she love Tuscanini? When he, the remote control you dropped into your TV dinner is here. Yeah. Which then, is the closest we get to an entrance line, folks. <laughs> yep. That's the closest we get. But uh, then um, Steelbeak, then he he dropped something on Darkwing. Was it Steelbeak who did it or was it Goslin? Steelbeak did. It was a set. Oh, okay. And it fell on Darkwing's head, right? Yeah. But I don't think they saw him yet, did they? No. Okay. And then um, basically Darkwing turns on the spotlight and blinds everybody. Yep. Yep. And then he says, fear not, the Airborne Avenger is coming. Everybody's blind on that screen. Uh, I don't know. You said you don't have the comic open in front of you, but uh, they're all blinded. And uh, Cherie's got her eyes closed. She's blinded. And then uh, Steelbeak, I don't, I don't know what he zapped. It says zap. I, I couldn't tell what it was. Well, I know Steelbeak ends up uh, turning off the spotlights with his beak. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. And then uh, he runs off with uh, Cherie. Um, he has her like in his arm and everything. Until Goslin knocks her out of his arms and then the DWs. Yeah, into DWs. And he, oh man, he looks so romantic right there. <laughs> you know, so he starts running off with Cherie and uh, she sees these skeletons. She's scared. <laughs> uh, then Tuscanini comes in. What else we got? Uh, Goslin, she picks up some uh, a can of paint. Yep, and hits Tuscanini with it. Yep. And. Then Darkwing still makes a run. You know, they're freaking out. They see some of the, the props and everything. That They see snakes. Uh, yep. she, yeah, she's freaking out because, you know, she, she feels she's a superstar. And then we see the plane. Well, she also insults DW's costume. Yeah. Now, this is a little weird to me, Stan. They, got, they escape on a plane. Yeah. Since when can DW fly a plane? And that brings me to my next question. All Where right. is Launchpad? <laughs> I mean, I think they established Launchpad lives with Goslin and Darkwing. So where's he been this whole time? I have no idea. But then uh the bad guys, they get hit on the plane. They're chasing them. And uh what happened to their plane? Well, apparently Darkwing's plane loses the bolts. I'm not mm. sure how their plane stays intact after that, but they yeah. lose their bolts and it knocks out the enemy plane. Yep. And then it, it kind of, to me, like, just jumps around and they're all of a sudden at the White House. 
I thought that yep. was really weird. Yeah, and um, who's who's Sheree there to meet? The prime minister, but he is bored. Yeah, he's definitely bored. And how does uh, Darkwing lighten him up? Well, he whispers something to him, and then they all start laughing. Yeah, it and looked like for, yeah, him and Gosling are like arm wrestling, right? For some reason, yes. Yeah, I thought it was really weird, and that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Stan, man, let's get into this, man. Um, what did you what did you think of this comic? I thought it was terrible, to be honest. It didn't fit the tone of Darkwing. There were so there were plot holes that were big enough to drive a Mack truck through. Mm-hmm. You know, the the tone was inconsistent. It was really bad. I'm I'm sad to say that because I tend to like most thing Darkwing. Like even even when it came to the original, you know boom studios comics like definitive like uh dangerous currency even mm-hmm. though that had problems with it it was still an enjoyable read mm-hmm. i found myself kind of slogging through this one okay yeah you know uh, you know what Let, let's give it a score one through five how many gas gun canisters you would give this one one and a half one and a half okay um i didn't really didn't care for the sheree character I mean, it, it is kind of cool sometimes when you get a new character and, you know, you probably won't see them again, but I, I didn't care for her at all. I, I thought the bad guys were not used correctly. Uh, I, I don't know why Steelbeak would be with Tusker, Nini, and Bushroot. That was a little off to me. Uh, no launch pad, no launch pad flying the plane at the end. It was like the ending, like, they, it, it kind of felt like they didn't even know how to end this comic. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? We need to end this, <laughs> you know? um it has potential i would recommend this reading it one time <laughs> that's about it i would give it a score of a one so looks like i was actually slightly higher than you yeah you're slightly higher than me man i i probably don't see myself writing this again uh reading this again um, uh, i would hope if you wrote it you'd write it better than that yeah you know but uh i don't know man I don't think the hundred the hundred fifty dollar price for it is justified. How bad what the comic is? The cover looks cool. I definitely think the cover looks cool. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what other comics are in there. You said Bonkers comic was in there too. Yeah, that's I think the only other comic that's in there is a two page Bonkers comic. Yeah, and the letters page and the bonkers comic and the letters page do not make up for the terrible DW story. Yeah, now I know Cherie was not a bad guy, but on a score of one through five, what would you score her? I'm actually going to score her a zero. zero. I did not like her at all. I mean, I know they were going for her being an airhead, but I thought she was too much of an airhead. Okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna give her a little bit higher score than you i'm gonna give her a one she was new at first like when her character first appears i'm like hey okay where are they gonna go with this but by halfway through the story i was like ah, okay i've had enough of her you know she yeah. she really didn't provide anything because like even when the bad guys got her she didn't do anything no nope. she was pretty much useless it was like darkwing was like in love that morgana would have been a better fit i think tusker nini would have been the only bad guy they really needed yeah yeah, I just like, didn't I don't see... I don't think they needed Bushroot or or Steelbeak. Tusker Nini and his penguins would have been enough and probably would have made it feel at least a little less cluttered. I think if they had raised her intelligence a bit, mm-hmm. you know, 
if they had fixed, you know, Darkwing being like head over heels in love with her, if they'd had Launchpad there or mm-hmm. had them get away in something other than an airplane. Yeah. All right. So that's the big snooze. Um, it's not a common comic. Uh, I picked this one because I think it's a rare comic stand. That's why I asked you to join me for this one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's one people really know about. Um, and I think that's what the kind of the route I'm going to go with some of these comics when we do review some of the comics, like trying to get away from the heavy hitters. I, I kind of felt uh, Liquid Diet was a must, though. I think oh, that yeah. is that was a great one. And, it, you know, with Liquidator. And I think that one could have been adapted to an episode. It could have, for yeah. sure. This one, nah. I'm going to say I'm glad they didn't adapt this one to an episode. <laughs> I, think, I think it would have been one of the bottom tier episodes if they had. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I definitely agree with you, man. All right, so that's it for the big snooze. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time to this podcast, you can find us on Amazon, uh, Amazon Echoes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, google play well i don't think google play even exists no more i got an email about that i don't know yeah um pocket cast iheart radio mike normally does this so i'm trying radio my best public radio public uh, pandora pandora we're pretty much everywhere there's even some new ones i've seen like Podbean, pod bay uh audible which is also owned by amazon we're everywhere um stan you got any shout outs today well, I actually have a couple birthday shout outs because yeah. the day this is airing, two of our uh, friends have birthdays today. Okay. Like to wish a very happy birthday to Tiffany Silver Braun. Tiff, happy birthday. We love you. And a happy birthday to Lyle Convoy. Lyle, that's my dog with the awesome uh, drawing that he did for me <laughs> of uh, yeah. Cracker Jack and. Uh, um who was it that was quacker jack banana Paddy brain Wack. and patty whack yeah it was awesome man yeah so definitely man so shout out to them man uh so that's it for this week and next week we got mike coming back not with me because i'll be out of town uh but mike will be coming back with uh bill and they're going to be doing a whole podcast episode with deceased actors voice actors and uh, some of the writers and stuff uh that was part of the cast of Darkwing. so that's going to be really interesting because yeah. uh, there, there are some good ones and there, there's some that should be mentioned or should be getting some love, man. You know, I, I understand the love Christine Cavanaugh and Dana get, you know, I, I get that, you know. Yeah. but And Phil Hartman. You know, it, but it's just as good to, to reference people like, you know, uh, like Bushroot's actor. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, so that you know y- y'all stay tuned in for that they're gonna probably talk about a whole episode about some of the deceased actors uh for dark queen and some of the uh writers as well uh i don't know if they're gonna do animators uh mike hadn't mentioned that to me yet but uh definitely man um so that's it man so stan i, I appreciate you coming on to me with this one uh I'm-, I'm definitely gonna have you come back uh probably sooner than you think me well, you can talk some more comments okay yeah definitely man we got some more comics we got we could talk about um we got the Disney Afternoon Marvel set. We got some of the Disney Adventures. Uh maybe something. Um what about that um that book that came out with that chaos guy? Is there anything to do in there with Darkwing? Uh the only other thing in there for Darkwing aside from Chaos God was just us justice stuff. Okay, yeah. So we don't need to do that one. 
but you know, we'll, 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 me and you got some other stuff we can do. Oh there. yeah, there, there's definitely some. There's some few really great Disney adventure stories. I'd I'd love to talk a bit about Vogue's Gallery at some point. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay, so guys, if you want to contact Stan, he's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, he also runs the Saint Canard's uh, Twitter page with Owen, and he runs the Saint Canard page on Reddit, right? Yep. All right, so y'all, if you want to chat with Stan and talk some comics with him and stuff, and or Power Rangers and Star Wars, you can look him up. He's all over social media. Uh, I think he's rich. I wish I was rich like him. He every day he has new toys and stuff coming in, so I'm extremely jealous. So uh, yeah, he knows I'm joking. He knows I'm joking. I know. Besides, <laughs> you're the one that's getting to meet all these awesome celebrities. Oh yeah. So. Um, Thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, again, Stan will eventually come back. Um, me and him will do some more comments, and he might do some with uh, Mike as well, or all, th- uh, all three of us to be together. Yeah. All right, so guys, that's the end of this episode, and make sure you all tune in to Mike next week with Bill Yadesky. They talk about the deceased people or the deceased cast members, and remember, stay dangerous. Stay dangerous, everyone. Good night. <laughs>